0: Welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we have another doozy for you. (laughs) I've been waiting so long to cover this case.
1: It's actually absurd.
0: I think this is one of the cases that made us want to start a podcast, to be honest.
1: I agree with that. I definitely agree with that because. This is, like, one that right before that time frame kept me up for nights on end for no reason.
0: (laughs) When Sydney and I first started, we were talking about how, like, we would send each other cases here and there or, like, things that we would be obsessed with. This is a thousand percent one that Sydney spiraled down. (laughs) Still
1: spiraling.
0: Yes. So... (laughs) It's really enjoyable to open the
1: floodgates to that again and just spiral out of control. I was like, why am I doing
0: this again? I already know all these things. <laughs> well, it's going to be a fun time being able to share it with everyone now. And like I said, this is one that over a year now, said has kept you up. And I think it's perfect timing since we had talked about, you know, we're actually recording a little in advance, but this episode will be coming out two days before we go to Vegas. <laughs> so, it'll be, it'll be interesting to uh, stay where we usually stay, now knowing this story.
1: <laughs> yes, and the fact that, like, right after, like, it comes out right before we go it'll be fresh in all of your guys' heads and we'll be able to like host the
0: things (laughs) and I feel like it's gonna be so much fun. Absolutely agree. Well, I have nothing else to say before we get started, should I let you dive right in? That works for me. Sweet. Las Vegas is known for its
1: gambling, entertainment, fine dining, nightlife, and overall claiming itself as the entertainment capital of the world. Las Vegas was settled in 1905 and became incorporated in 1911 and continued to grow year after year. During the 1950s and 1960s, being the time when the boom of hotel casino properties had came, Gambling was referred to as gaming and ultimately became a business that gave Las Vegas an identity. That was until 1980, when Vegas had a bit of an identity crisis, when the decade became disastrous. One incident that we will talk about today contributed to a time of reinvention for the city of Las Vegas. The incident had taken place on November 21st of 1980, and the location was the MGM Grand Hotel on the Las Vegas Strip. If you're familiar with current Vegas, this is now the location of Bally's, which (laughs) is
0: literally the place that every time Peyton and I go to Vegas, we stay at Bally's. Yeah, I've been to Vegas, like, five times, and I've only ever stayed at Bally's.
1: <laughs> I've been to Vegas at, oh, shit, probably, like, seven or eight times now, um, because I had gone with Peyton's sister, Morgan, a handful of times with just us, and we stayed at Bally's every single time, except for once we stayed at the Flamingo, but we still, like, hung out at Bally's our entire stay. <laughs>
0: And then didn't you, after staying at the Flamingo, say you were never staying at anywhere other than Bally's on the Strip again?
1: Basically, yes, because Bally's has the best food court. Like, that was ultimately what what we were... We would walk to the Bally's food court because the Flamingo food court was just, like, average. Like, they had some stuff, but they didn't have the Subway. They didn't have Sabaro. Now I'm going on a tangent, but for the food... A-plus job at Bally's. Agreed. (laughs) So, if you've been to Vegas, you probably know where Bally's is. It's, like, main spot on the strip. Kitty corner from, like, Caesar's Palace, the Flamingo, Bellagio. It's right next to Paris. It's got all the big places right there. So, on the morning of the 21st, There was about 5,000 people that were staying in the hotel, and between 2,000 hotel rooms, and these people were staying between 2,000 hotel rooms and 26 stories. At about 7 a.m., a fire had started in the hotel's restaurant called The Deli. An employee had saw what they thought was a flickering light, but to to their surprise, it had actually been a wall of flames. The fire that had started in the deli had quickly spread to the lobby and through the casino floor and was moving at approximately 10 to 13 miles per hour. But it was like moving within like seconds this fast between like a nine second span. It was fed by everything flammable, wallpaper, glue, plastic mirrors and PVC piping, and it continued to spread through the casino where there had been, of course, no sprinkler and system installed for such an incident to occur. There was a massive fireball that flew out the doors that had faced the Las Vegas Strip, and it took six minutes for the entire floor to be engulfed in flames. Which is
0: so fast. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's like no time at all. No, and like this is a pretty big, like this is a hotel lobby
1: with, like, the casino floor itself. So, like, this is a decent-sized space, I would say. Right. To get from one, basically, one end of it all the way to the other end, which, I mean, I'm really bad at, like, spacing. But
0: <laughs> this is, is not just, I'm like, like I'm throw just away. picturing the current layout, and if it's similar to how the current layout is, I mean, it is a very large space. My guess is that's exactly where it was. It's Yeah, it's the exact, like, basic, basically the exact same thing.
1: So, do you know where, like, that Mexican restaurant is? And then there's another yes. restaurant, like, right next to it? That's where the deli would have been. Okay. So, so yeah. So, it would have been, like, from one edge of the space all the way to the other mm-hmm. end. And then the doors that we normally go out to get to the strip is where that fireball would have blown out.
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, that so not really, is like, a, big, a big difference for... The whole thing to be engulfed in six minutes—it's—it's it's pretty wild to think about. It spread fast,
1: <laughs> extremely fast. I feel like normally, fires go on for like
0: forever. Wait, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, was, I have
1: no concept so like, of time. <laughs> I, that's what I'm thinking too. I was like, maybe I'm completely wrong on this, but I feel like they spread. But then they, depending on how many flammable objects objects are like things that there is. You know, they don't necessarily spread super fast, but it was just, there was so many things to catch fire so easily that it just kept going and going and going very quickly. Yes. The fire itself had stayed amongst the first floor of the hotel, but the smoke had seeped through the elevators and stairwells and had rose all the way up to the 26, all the way up to the top of the 26 story building. During the fire, there were no alarms that had rang, as there was no fire alarm system in place. And many guests were still in their rooms, being that it was 7 a.m. So they were completely unaware of the chaos that had been taking place below, which is extremely terrifying and crazy to even think about. Because in today's day and age, you know, I cook dinner and my fire alarm goes (laughs) off, like, daily. Like, So, you're in a 26-story building and have no idea that there's anything going on below you because there's no warning or anything to tell you that something's happening, more or less. They don't have, like, an intercom system. Like, there's literally nothing to tell them that something's going on.
0: I also saw that the... Where's my notes? There was, like, an operator room. And basically, the operator's room also started filling with smoke and the fire so quickly that they really only had time to warn those on the casino floor, which also I think is kind of useless because I'm sure they would have seen it. So they were able to inform any of the hotel guests. Like, I literally was reading that none of the hotel guests were informed of the fire. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Literally. And like you said Sydney, like that's insane to think about. Yes. Like just because I mean
1: for me it's like my alarm in my apartment goes off constantly.
0: I feel like like yeah. anytime
1: I make food.
0: So like We actually permanently disconnected the one in our kitchen because <laughs> so frustrating. I could cook popcorn in the microwave and it'll go off. Like <laughs> that's, that's how it is for us. <laughs> And, like, these people
1: are having a real-life situation, and they're not just cooking, mic- like, microwave popcorn, and they have no warning to know what's going on.
0: Exactly.
1: So, by the time they did start to realize what was taking place, um, and the fumes and the smoke had started to take over, there was no way for them to all escape. Guests that were on the upper floors had tried to evacuate by the stairwells, but the stairwell was basically faulty. Um, The doors had this safety feature, which kind of seems like unsafe. Um, And they locked each door. So basically (laughs) only the door on the first floor and the 26th floor had unlocked doors. So you couldn't just get lower. You know, maybe you want to just get down like to the 12th or you're on the 26th floor. So you want to just get to like the 12th floor. You're not trying to run all the way down to the first floor. Also, the first floor is engulfed in flames. So keep that in mind. You can't get off on any of those other floors. You're basically just stuck in the stairwell as these fumes and the smoke is going up the stairwell as well. So you can't get down a couple of floors and then get out somewhere.
0: I did see that like a couple of the floors had like those doors propped open too. It must have been by like guests or something. Okay. But in turn made it worse on those floors because the smoke was traveling up those stairwells and it put even more smoke on that floor where the, the door was propped open.
1: Mm hmm. So it's just like taking out floors. Yep. There's people that are trapped in their hotel rooms. They had broken their windows only in hopes of getting fresh air in. But then they're also getting that outside smoke in their rooms. So they're kind of fucking themselves over that way, too, because you're having yep. hopes that you're going to get good air in. But all, everything from down below is just rising. People are breaking their windows, so then the people on the ground are actually having to dodge glass from the breaking, breaking windows above, which is kind of a minor detail, but I guess I, I kind of, like, chuckled in my head, because, like, imagine you're like, holy shit, what's going on?
0: Like, looking up, and then all of a sudden there's glass, like, falling in your eyes because people are just oh busting out their like, windows. Oh my god, complete shit show for everything Ye- and everyone.
1: Yes, every. Every angle of this is just a mess. Correct. There was more than 200 firefighters who responded to the scene. Many of them were actually unfamiliar with the layout of the hotel. So these rescues were extremely difficult. I had read that, like, the main fire department for this area was, like, the city. But then they had, like, the county and then these outside ones come in. So they had never, most of these firefighters had never even been in the building. So they're kind of, like chasing people around to figure out where the fuck they're supposed to go and figure out, you know, how to get up to these upper floors. Yep. There was reports of guests tying their bed sheets together to descend down the building. There was also a scaffolding that had been nearby for construction that had been taking place at the MGM. So this was used to help lower some guests. Um, There was also, I saw that they had the actual like ladders on the fire trucks but those only went up to the ninth floor so they weren't able to go any higher than the ninth floor
0: yeah listen I (laughs) saw in this reading that people were like you know tying bed sheets to like um out their windows or like any balconies that they had some people were like trying to use these bed sheets to climb down from like high up and the ladder for the fire department only goes to the ninth floor. They can't fucking get you. What are you doing? No, like,
1: what are you scaffolding? Like, just or not scaffolding? Like, you're descending down the building with a bedsheet. Which, how strong is a bedsheet, actually?
0: I, I would never. I will. I would not. No, like, no. It doesn't even. I mean, to, it'd be one to thing, thing to just like even, hang out your
1: window and. I'm going to be honest,
0: anything over like a second story drop, I'm not climbing out my window on a bed sheet that I had to tie a knot. Are you kidding me? My, I'm trusting no. my knot tying skills so that sheet she doesn't even just come flying off. And then it's over a second floor drop, like, I'm probably dying. Well, that's what what I'm
1: thinking. Like, if I'm dropping, then I better be in the mindset that I'm not going to survive this. Like, that I'm just going so that I don't die in, like, a fiery rage. Like, because they don't know. They they know the smoke, but they realistically, like, they don't know if it's spreading. They just have the smoke and all these fumes. So you're kind of in a weird situation, like... Do I jump out this window so I don't die by the flames or die from the smoke inhalation? Like, I don't know what I would do in a situation like that, really.
0: Same, to be honest.
1: So ultimately, it was all around a nightmare, and there was a total of 87 deaths, including seven employees. And 650 people were injured, including guests, employees, and firefighters. Even though the fire had stayed to the casino floor, 61 deaths had occurred between the 19th and 24th floor. 29 victims were found in their rooms, 21 were found in elevator lobbies or hallways, 5 in elevators, and 9 in stairwells. There was actually reports from firefighters that while they were extinguishing the fire... They had to crawl through the through the dark and over what they said was, quote, mounds of stuff. It was later determined that those mounds of stuff had actually been deceased individuals that were near an elevator on the lower level.
0: So fucked up.
1: Which this is one of the things that I remember when I was obsessed with this case like a year ago and I first had found out about it. I remember sending that to you and being, like, or something. Like, that was the part that really, like, fucked me up of it. Like, mounds of stuff. Like, yep. you're just in the dark. It's 7 a.m., so it's light outside. They can't see shit inside because the power is out. And there's multiple, like, newspapers, reports from firefighters there's like interviews that you can see and they're like referring to things like mounds of stuff that they're climbing over and they're just thinking it's like the plastic mirrors and like the pvc piping like that just gobbed together and in reality it was actually people human bodies yeah terrifying yep in the aftermath experts were able to determine that the fire was completely preventable as there was a number of ignored safety protocols like alarms and sprinklers, as well as the number of flammable materials that they had used to decorate the casino and the hotel. So naturally, there was a large number of lawsuits that were filed in damages, and MGM ultimately settled in a $223 million lawsuit that had given money to victims and their families. There was 83 building code violations that were cited by investigators, but no one was ever charged for those, including like the MGM CEO that had kind of rushed or allowed for these citations to just kind of happen.
0: Okay, just a little quick side note too, in something I read, there wasn't exact like requirements per se Mm -hmm. for these people to upgrade like older hotels to current standards and like the governor even had been like brushing this off which is like fucking wild to me like so the fact that they didn't have like a sprinkler system by the deli that was okay yeah that was okay like that that was an okay thing because Previously, anywhere running 24 hours that was open for 24 hours and operating could did not require a sprinkler system because someone would notice a fire. That was their reason. Which, like, like I guess <laughs> I, I do, I mean, just to kind of argue
1: from both sides because, you know, I love to do that. I know. Um, you always <laughs> do that to me. I, I always do this, like, in so many situations for no fucking reason either because I already have my mind made up on what I agree on. But, in theory, like, yeah, that could be true, but you don't know how fast that fire is going to move. Like, also, then, would you have to have someone that's constantly in that area or nearby that area doing, like, a 15-minute, 20-minute check? You don't know what your employees are doing. Correct.
0: And that deli was no longer 24 hours. mm Mm-hmm. So, thought that was interesting. Just a little little tidbit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know. I guess there was it was definitely the turn in the 1980s which I mentioned earlier and this was one of those big things that really did the turning point and created a lot of those requirements you have to have alarms you have to have sprinklers and like these hotels um you can't just use these very I'm sure that they still use because every Las Vegas casino I've ever been in smells like cheap lipstick and cigarettes Um, but I feel like they're definitely still probably using some cheap materials, but they may not be as flammable as these plastic mirrors that were referred to a million times previously. So after the fire had occurred, the hotel was revamped in 1985 and was sold and renamed Bally's. The tower where many deaths had occurred is still used to this day. So if you're familiar with Bally's, there's two towers. There's one, I guess if you're looking directly at the building on the left, and then there's one on the right. I think the one on the right now it has like a different name completely because we always know which one we're gonna stay in before we're even there. Yes. Depending on which one. Um we always stay in the tower to the left which is the uh OG one unfortunately. And there's the one on the right, which is newer. Um, Literally had never heard of this case until last year. So we didn't know that we were staying in the same tower that this tragic event had occurred in. And also in that same tower, there has been reports of weeping and coughing. But guests are unsure where these noises are coming from. Um, there's also reports on the casino floor of transparent people roaming or still gambling as if as they were in their last moments. One being an elderly l- woman who is playing two slot. I can't speak. One being an elderly woman playing two slot machines at once. All at once, her dress engulfs in flames, and if you start to approach her, she will disappear. As someone that stayed at Bally's, um, we always stay on these freaking high floors. I don't feel like I've ever stayed any lower than, like, the 14th floor. Correct. (laughs) And I feel like we've had no experiences. But!
0: I don't think
1: I have. (laughs) No. There's literally, like, there's, and, and in all the articles I was able to find are, like, references, like, Las Vegas ghosts and stuff like that. Um the main things are those higher floors are weeping and hearing like screaming, but it's also Vegas. Like I feel like you hear people weeping and you hear screaming just on an average day. And I wouldn't know if I would link the two together. Um,
0: Same.
1: (laughs) There is, which is actually extremely, I feel like morbid, but I'm want to go and wander um there's a maps that are actually available online that show the layout and actually rooms where bodies were found or areas where bodies were found on those oh, higher shit. floors um higher floors the casino floor area so i think that we should probably go and hang out in that general area of the casino but also i think those areas of those floors yes um I know I was telling Peyton like the only thing that I feel like ever that was weird to me that happened the last time that we were in Vegas I got sick off of some crepes so yeah. everyone won- basically went out to the club and I stayed and watched Dateline all night and I remember getting super pissed off because the tv kept like skipping or like turning off in the middle of the night and I remember actually texting my friend and being like what the fuck is going on and then eventually I fell asleep but nothing else happened I don't I never heard anything like you hear, like, people slamming doors and, like, people talking in the hallways. But, right. But, like, I feel like that's normal for any hotel or any place of the such.
0: Yes. I think that's normal, at least, personally. <laughs> oh, great. But it's
1: definitely considered to be one of the biggest fires in Las Vegas, which is crazy. Um, I feel like it's definitely not a, a huge fire that they, like, advertise about.
0: But I had never heard of this until Sydney got super obsessed with us because, like I said, I had stayed here a bunch and I literally had no idea.
1: No, and, like, I don't even think I ever would have. The only reason why was because I wanted to
0: know, like, I think it was. I think cause... if it was, like, haunted or something. I don't Doesn't even think work? it was
1: originally like if it was haunted I think I wanted to know the history of like because like the flamingo is like a mobster hotel you know like, oh yeah I wanted to know if there was some sort of connect to some of the other hotels on the strip because they do change names very often um Bally's yeah. is supposed to change names into something else within the next like year or two. Oh
0: yeah what I can't remember so... what's changing
1: too I don't remember but they're like starting to redo things so it's not going to be the same valleys I'm sure when we go there um which is unfortunate I might cry Damn. <laughs> but Damn. I think that's how I got started on it I just like looked up like valley's history and then I was looking at like Bellagio history and somehow that was like what popped up and I was like what the fuck and then when it was like yeah it didn't actually like burn to the ground it was just like The first floor burned, like this is the same building that was there in the 80s. I was like, Holy fucking shit! Like, that doesn't, that's insane. Like, that's real, really insane. Like, we have referred to Bally's as like home. Like, that's the place we go in Vegas. That's the place we wander. Like, I know we're always at Bally's. (laughs) Literally, know it like the back of my hand. And little did I know that there's all these other guests that never left. It's just crazy, really fucks with your head.
0: Yes, and also I really don't remember. I thought Ballys posted on their Instagram what they were changing to, but I'm not seeing it anywhere. So maybe it fell through. Maybe, maybe they'll stay as Ballys. <laughs> <I> <laughs> but really it, hope is, so. it is it is kind of wild, like looking at the pictures because there are still like you can see those two towers and it's and it's the same and like looking at it obviously like Sid you mentioned we always stay in the one tower I I know like which one's ours <laughs> that we're yeah. always at and so it's really creepy to look at those pictures and know like oh that's where we were saying
1: <laughs> and even like the the first floor like to be so heavily damaged um in the pictures, so you can look at, like, the original pictures, like, before it had burned, and then afterwards, and then now. It's still, like, the same layout today as it originally had been and, like, when the fire would have taken place, basically. Yes. Where the restaurants were are still where the restaurants are. The casino floor is still in the same area. Like, it's just an open kind of concept. Um, you can see from one side to the other side. It's just, it really fucks with your head, I think.
0: I 100% agree.
1: And we're definitely gonna have to go do our own tour. Um, I saw, I actually watched a YouTube video like last week on these people that like wandered through valleys. And at one point they like go up like this like staircase that's definitely like not a regular staircase that they should be on. It's like a, a service staircase. And <laughs> the one dude, the one dude just gives them like a head nod, and they're like, okay, we'll just keep walking. <laughs> like no one that's stops. That's so them at weird. All. <laughs> I mean, it might be a little bit different. Well, actually, it might not. Because, so, like, we're going to be in Vegas for Crime Con and the draft. And Woo! it's going <laughs> so to be busy as fuck. Do. So I don't know if they honestly would be like, yo, why are you in this hallway? Like, probably we're not, not causing drama downstairs like everyone else is. Yeah. I also think it's uh, crazy to think because I'm sure that none of these Crime Con goers actually know. About this. And Bally's is the host hotel. Bally's in Paris.
0: Yes. So it's super exciting that. You know two days from now. We will actually be. Both of us landing in Vegas. And we'll be staying at this place. With a bunch of people in the true crime world. Who have literally no idea. About this background story. It's kind of crazy. Probably tell everyone in the hotel. Yeah, that's going to be Sydney's conversation piece. She's going to walk up to Dr. Phil and be like, hey, did you know? I'm (laughs) so happy you said that because I
1: was literally (laughs) thinking it in my head. I'm going to walk up to Dr. Phil, Steve Wilkos. How do you feel about that? (laughs) I know you usually ask people, but I was wondering, how do you feel about knowing that the hotel you're staying at 87 people died in in 1980 what floor are you staying on I'm sure the suite's probably on the 26th floor
0: oh my god so, <laughs> I'm
1: dead and that's how I stayed in Steve Wilco's suite because he didn't want to stay in it anymore
0: <laughs> that would be a great story to tell one day so I'm sure if there's anything Sydney can do to make it happen, she's going to be making it happen.
1: (laughs) And that's how Sydney got kicked out of alleys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that sounds like more of what.
1: (laughs) 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 That's that's how Steve Wilkos filed a restraining restraining order against Sydney. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh Lord.
1: Stay tuned, guys. Uh, Definitely will uh, post pictures.
0: Yeah, and Vegas uh, is about to be an interesting time, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> I'll have to have um, Peyton recording anytime anyone gets too close, just to, just to see what the conversation
0: turns into. I should go with my like, a body of camera, that. literally just <laughs> for any time we walk through the lobby. <laughs> Dude, that could be fun. We could make TikToks off of that. Oh, hey. 100%. Hey, did you know this hotel... <laughs> just say just say random facts. People be like what the fuck? Hey, did fuck? you know 87 people died in this hotel 40 years ago? Hey, 42 years. What floor are you staying on? Oh, did you know that people died in this room? This room? This room?
1: <laughs> just have a printout like Not saying it's funny, but Sydney's going to get kicked out. But I do think it's funny that no one knows about this like or not as many people are going to know about this. They're like, I'm going to Vegas and have a great time.
0: I'm a crime junkie. I know all the things. But you don't know about the ghosts. Correct. Don't know about the ghosts. I wonder sure. if the ghosts will be, like, on high alert because of this. Probably. They're going to be pissed. There's all these fucking people everywhere. Maybe. I and guess she's... we'll see. Alright, well... That was definitely a doozy. Uh, stay tuned to see how our trip to Vegas goes and if Sydney gets kicked out of Bally's for telling everyone about this horrific story that no one knows about. That, I mean, I feel like the chances are like up there.
1: It's definitely over half 75% <laughs> chance that Sydney gets punched in the face
0: or kicked out. Kicked out. Okay. Well, <laughs> Let's see if I can mediate the situation and make it a little <laughs> less than seventy-five. That'd be ideal. After twenty pina coladas. <laughs> well, you got some jokes and facts for us. I do. What do you want? Okay, hit me with a fact first.
1: Nearly ninety percent of all avocados grown grown in the United States are grown in a five-county region of Southern California. So basically, all the avocados in the state are grown in Southern California.
0: Interesting, but also not surprising. Yeah. I mean, if I had to pick one state, it would have been California, and I would have guessed Southern California, I guess I thought it was weird, though, because, like, in my head, I'm always picturing that, that commercial, and it's, like, avocados from Mexico.
1: Like, isn't it the little jingle? Do you know what I'm talking about? it 100% is. <laughs> um, but now I feel like I'm being lied to. Well, I thought there was... Or is there just, there's domestic ones and imports?
0: Oh, 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 it was lifted in February of this year. Um... California provides less than 10% of the U.S.'s avocados, though. U.S. imported avocados mostly from Mexico. It's about an average of 92%. So, this is going to be based on certain areas, then? Yeah. That's fine. There was, like, a temporary ban on avocados from Mexico, like, uh, right before... The Super Bowl, I think, but it, they lifted the band and suspend the U.S. suspended it. It was really interesting. I, I read all about it when it happened. <laughs> I Seems was like really, a, a random thing, but all right. I read all about it when it happened. Well, yeah, because the boyfriend was telling me about it. And I was like, that's not a real thing. Why would they ban avocados or Mexico? It had real to do with thing. cartels.
1: Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking that's what I was thinking I was like it probably has something to do with like the cartel or like yep. they're taking it over so they're like we can't be involved
0: 100%. you can keep our
1: avocados
0: <laughs> alright hit me with a joke since we just told everyone like 17 different facts <laughs> true about avocados <laughs> what did the sad avocado say What? It's a hard guac life. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Okay. One, I really love the theme of fact and joke having the same, (laughs) like, you know, both avocados. Love that. Two, extra funny, my youngest sister is in a play right now. (laughs) So. And she will not stop singing the Annie songs. (laughs) So I've been like avoiding going over there because every time it's like all I'm hearing are Annie songs. And so when I see her this weekend, I can't wait to tell her this joke. She's going to love it. (laughs) She's going to hate it, but I love it. And that's all that matters. Just kidding. Hopefully you all like it too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was such a good joke. I can't wait to tell everyone that joke this weekend. I'm really happy to hear that. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. I'm I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, folks, you can find us on Facebook. Tacos and Tequila podcast on Instagram. Just tacos and tequila. We also have a website, tacosandtequilapodcast.com, as mentioned before, has links to all our episodes on, like our Spotify links, as well as all our sources and some fun facts about Sid and I and baby pictures for your viewing pleasure. All the baby pics. If you're
1: listening on Apple Podcasts or
0: Spotify, make sure you leave
1: a rating and or review. Helps us get noticed. It's really cool to see.
0: And yeah, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. We enjoy it. And yeah, keep keep giving us some case suggestions. I think that's kind of slowed down for a second. But we're all about it. I received... Like I said, this is coming out a little in advance. So, at Passover, I received a suggestion for a case from someone who's actually our listener. So, I just want to shout out uh, Eve if she is listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the suggestion. It is on my list and will be coming soon. So, uh, we love suggestions. Yes. And they're really, I mean... We'll use them
1: eventually. It's just a matter of Sometimes like, it's really they, they hard to get on like the cases. list. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Like it's really hard sometimes. You just throw out one like, oh, this person said we should do this. Throw it on the list.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it's like the aesthetic we're going for that week, right? Like I'm looking at yeah. the last few episodes and like the kind of the topics we discussed. So that will determine what case I pick next. So uh there, I have some interesting ones coming. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I have the next few. My next two. Actually three I think really picked. So awesome. stay tuned. We got some good cases coming. And uh, we'll also have some good content. Hopefully this weekend for you all. While we're in Vegas.
1: <laughs> yes. Don't forget about that. Make sure you uh, check back on the Instagram
0: and Facebook. Because I'm sure there will be some things. Or the TikTok maybe too yes potentially the tiktok i'm sure i will be figuring out how to do that while we are there so (laughs) um well that is all i have anything else to add Sid? no otherwise i'll just go on a tangent same (laughs) (laughs) well i guess we will talk to you guys next week then bye bye (laughs)
1: Woo <laughs>